0: Every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is October 10th, 2018. My name is Philip Rossman Reich. I'm the expert insight editor over at Orlando Magic Daily.com. You of course follow me on Twitter at Philip R underscore OMD. On today's episode, we're gonna talk a little bit about Aaron Gordon and where he stands as the preseason begins to come to a close. A very important player. We'll talk a little bit about the steps. The magic need him to take in order for the team to take their next step. But before we do all of that, I want to remind you that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, and this week especially, check out the Locked On NBA Podcast. Over on the Locked On NBA Podcast, every host of the Locked On NBA Podcast, so you know me with Locked On Magic, the guy from Locked On Celtics, the guy from Locked On Spurs, the guy from Locked On Grizzlies, we're doing, we all did a seven to eight minute preview of our teams to put on the Locked On NBA podcast. So if you're looking to get a glimpse of every team in the NBA, this week on the Locked On NBA podcast is your place to go. It is the place to go to get all the information, a quick bite on all the teams, hear a little bit from the Locked On hosts, hear from David Locke, hear from Josh Lloyd of Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Lots to get to, of course, as the season gets set to begin. One week from today for the Orlando Magic, Tuesday for the entire league. Um, obviously, a huge day coming up for the team and, and for the league as a whole. So, get ready with our Locked On NBA preview, one of our uh, great things that we do here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Be sure to check that out today. You can subscribe to it on iTunes to search for Locked On NBA. Of course, the place to start today is with today's game the Orlando Magic taking on the Memphis Grizzlies tonight at the Amway Center at 7 o'clock. That game will air on Fox Sports Florida. So, yes. One more preseason game on TV. You won't have to be in the dark about this one. Um, it should be an interesting game, of course. The Memphis Grizzlies had the worst, re- or the second worst record in the league last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and, um, and really, they're not a team that should be there because they've got Mike Conley and Marcus Gasol too. Marc Gasol's an all-star. Mike Conley should be an all-star. They've got two star players, and if they can stay healthy, they are a team that, yeah, they should hang around the playoff picture. Um, of course, this is also a young team, still a little bit in transition. They, of course, fired Dave Fisdale last year. They're sticking with uh, J- with JB Bickerstaff as their head coach, and it'll be interesting to see if they can click uh, on again this year, or if they decide to move in another direction. They've got the rookie Jaron Jackson Jr., who, like Muhammad Bomba, is a little bit raw, a little bit rough around the edges. Bomba's looked a little bit better. Uh, this preseason, Jackson's still kind of finding his way, It's it's just a mixture of young guys and, and veterans, guys, again, like Conley and Gasol, who are very, very good, and, and very, very good um, players, along with guys like Chandler Parsons, who's trying to come back from injury, and when he's healthy, is, is also a very strong player. Um, I've not gotten a chance to watch much of Memphis. I've seen a few teams in the preseason. Memphis is not one of those teams, unfortunately. Um, and and, and, I was, and as always, this at, even at this stage of the preseason, it's less about the opponent and more about yourself. It's more about getting yourself right, which the Magic, of course, need to do after a game Monday where at times the Magic looked a little bit rough. Their offensive execution wasn't particularly sharp. They fouled a lot. Uh, and, and this is a Memphis team that I did look this up. Their free throw rate is in the 40s. They've got a 40% free throw rate rate this this preseason, which means they are getting to the line. The Magic are going to get pressured and put to the test defensively. Are they going to keep their hands out of the cookie jar? Are they going to play strong, solid defense? Uh, And are they going to commit to what they need to do and what they need to accomplish to get the result that they need out of this game? Whether that's a win, I don't know. Uh, I would imagine that Clifford's probably going to play his starter's uh, the same kind of minutes that he did Monday night in this game um, even if the Grizzlies don't want to cooperate with that like the heat kind of didn't. Um, I imagine that this will be kind of the last big dress rehearsal for the magic and and Friday night the magic will probably be a little bit looser with uh, or, or you know play a little few more of their guys and less of their key players but of course the magic do need to get some things right in in, in this in the meantime. It does appear that Jonathan Isaac could be available for Wednesday's game. He practiced fully uh, on Tuesday. Um, if he doesn't feel sore, I imagine the Magic will give him a go, let him play, kind of throw him out there a little bit, probably keep, keep a minute's restriction on him. Uh, but they want to see him out there, obviously, playing with the play, playing with his teammates and, and contributing to the team. Again, it's a preseason game. You don't want to read too much into anything, but you do want to see the team starting to round toward home. Toward home and start uh, smoothing out some rough edges. And if there was something to be discouraged by Monday, it wasn't the loss, it wasn't uh, even the late game execution or or the late game play. Um, Monday was really uh, more about, you know, is the team looking better than they did before? And and Friday's game was tough to judge because Flamengo isn't an NBA team, Um, but there were a lot of rough edges still in Monday's game, I have to say. And and, and while I think that the Magic generally played with good effort, um, generally did a lot of nice things, did some okay things, It still didn't quite feel right. It didn't quite feel fluid. Um, Magic missing a lot of shots, obviously. Um, Orlando will have to get all that in gear. But generally, I think the Magic are heading in the right direction. I think they are getting ready for the regular season in exactly the way they need to get ready for the regular season. But obviously, still lots of work to do. There's no getting around it. The Magic are still a team that, if the season started tomorrow, probably are not ready for it. Luckily, they've got a week. They've got one week to get ready for the regular season and this is a big game to get that ship right, righted and get that ship moving back in the right direction or, or continuing in that right direction, maybe even speeding along a little further. Um, it does seem like that the Magic do have a lot of things that they really like about what they're doing and, and, and where they're going. But obviously, obviously they have to uh, get themselves moving in that direction a little bit further too. So we'll see exactly... What the Magic have in store for Wednesday's game? I'm sure they want to have a good showing. They want to get them. They want uh, some positive reinforcement heading into the end of the preseason as we get set for the NBA regular season. That's right, one week away from today. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house, house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So... Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. And one of the players that, that we're keeping a close eye on here in the preseason is obviously Aaron Gordon. The Magic signing him to a four-year four-year contract, a four-year contract over the summer, making him the Magic's highest paid player. And all of a sudden, he's a young guy at 23 years old who has a lot of expectation on him. He had his breakout season last year with 17 points per game, you know, career highs across the board, about 8 rebounds per game, shooting 33% from beyond the arc. All, all, all those stats are well known. It's no longer about the past with Aaron Gordon, of course. It's about the future and about what he brings to the team and what he can become to help this team take that next step. And, and he's, of course, someone who's very hungry for that next step himself. But it's ob- it's obviously something that's going to come over time. It's not going to be something that happens automatically and happens instantaneously. And we're seeing some of this play out in the preseason. Again, we know that Gordon is a guy who's, who's been around the league a little bit. He knows how to get himself ready, I think, for the regular season. And, and having a healthy preseason like he's had, knock on wood, uh, has been a good start for him. Gordon is second on the team in scoring with 51 total points. Uh, That's 51 over 3 is about, I have a calculator, let me just do this math. Uh, 51 over 3 is 17 points per game flat. He's shooting 19 for 38 from the floor. A good chunk of that coming in Friday's win over Flamengo when he scored 29 points. Again, outliers matter here. 5 for 12 from beyond the arc. He's struggled a little bit against NBA teams with his field goal shooting. But overall, there's a lot to like about him. What Gordon's played and how Gordon's played. His determination has been pretty good. I think Gordon was a key part to the Magic coming back from that 18-point deficit in Monday's game. I think that his willingness to attack the basket and, and take shots, even if he was missing, um, and, and take good shots at that and keep the ball moving has been very encouraging over the last two games. It's something that was a fair criticism of Gordon uh last year, where it seemed like he was trying to force things and trying to take guys off the dribble unnecessarily, and, and it didn't work out. It wasn't really his game, and, and, and he's got to find a way to not only keep himself involved, but, but get others involved and bring everyone up kind of to his level. Um, But really, a lot of the change is going to come on the defensive end, where I think Gordon's been pretty solid. I think that the Magic have, should be very happy with how Gordon has looked and, and, and what he's been able to do and uh do on that end, and, and of course... It's preseason. You don't want to read too much into it, but has Gordon been an all-star this preseason? Probably not. He probably hasn't been up to that level. Has he been fairly good this preseason? I would say that he has, and, and I think, again, he's a young veteran. He knows how he knows what the preseason is for. He knows what he needs to do in, in this time period. We'll see what he does when the games start counting, which which is, of course, what really matters at the end of the day. The issue here is whether you trust Gordon or not. Whether you trust Gordon to to t- to you know be make himself right and, and to and to put himself in the positions that the Magic need to need him to put in. Um, it's obviously going to be a a bit of a struggle. It's it's obviously going to be a bit of a um, a bit of a a learning experience, which which I think is what we saw last year with Gordon as well, where he was kind of learning, oh, this is what I do in this situation, this is this is what I do in this situation, and, and making a lot of mistakes. There's going to still be trial and error with Aaron Gordon. But this Magic team and their future is really tied to whether he can take that next step, whether he can become the all-defensive team player that Steve Clifford thinks he can become. It'd be nice to see him kind of get back to some of those defensive roots, especially on the perimeter. Last year, he was one of the best... Uh, one of the best post-defenders in the league uh, in, in the 90th percentile, um, 97th percentile, actually, in points per possession uh, in post-up situations according to according to NBA.com second-spectrum stats. Um, but his, his perimeter defense definitely seemed, at least observationally, to take a little bit of a hit. We know that he can be a great defender. He knows he can be a great defender, and I think he wants to be a great defender, too. But... The offensive game, obviously, is something else that has to come. He looks like he has continued to improve as a three-point shooter. He's certainly not shy about taking those shots, um, and and he seems to have gotten a little bit smarter and better about his his shot selection and his playmaking. In fact, Gordon's 10 assists, only 3.3 assists per game, so nothing to write home about, those 10 assists are second on the team in assists over the preseason. D.J. Augustin's the only player with more with 14, and the Magic have been a pretty egalitarian team. They're going to move the ball around. They're they're not going to let things stick, or, or that's uh, at least the idea. Having Gordon being able to find guys and make passes is absolutely critical to the team's eventual development and growth. Um, it's, it's absolutely critical to what the Magic want to accomplish on the offensive end, and so far in preseason, I think we are seeing that. So overall, Gordon has delivered the goods in the preseason, I think. I think that he's taken some good steps forward. Um, You know, there have been some positive signs and and he just has to continue going along that path because obviously this year there's a lot riding on what Gordon eventually does. Before we dive a little bit further into what Gordon's expectations are this summer and and what Gordon kind of needs to do next as we get into the regular season, the Magic do play a home game on Wednesday. They also have one on Friday. And then, of course, opening night next Wednesday, and if you're trying to get into the game, if you're trying to see the Orlando Magic this year, the best place to do that is through Vivid Seats. Whether it's seeing your favorite band in person or being in the crowd to cheer on the Orlando Magic, With Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more money. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more. Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. Obviously, there are big expectations for Aaron Gordon, and and, and there are a lot of people who believe that, that Gordon is a big vital part of this team's core. And obviously the Magic believe that too with the investment that they made in him. We've already gone through how in the preseason he's looked pretty good. Not all-star good, but but still pretty good. You still see him fall into some of those bad habits on occasion, sometimes. Look a little bit too much for his own shots sometimes. Um, dribble the ball around too much sometimes. Taking an advised three or or, or two. Um, those are going to be part and parcel to the growing pains that I think Gordon is still going to go through this year. What is important this year, though, is that Gordon d- does take that next step. That he does continue to grow and expand his game. That he does, um, that he does uh, become the kind not the, the necessarily the star player. That 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 the Magic need or have been looking for, because because maybe he is not that. But they need to do this to make sure that he becomes a, a central figure for the Magic uh, this year. Obviously, it's not all going to come at once, and obviously, Gordon still has holes in his game that he's going to continue to work on, as 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 everyone in the organization seems to know and say. No one works harder than Aaron Gordon. But now comes the most difficult part in the growth development of a young player. Really finding their role, finding the meat of their role for the rest of their careers. You've got the money. Now you've got to start delivering the wins. Now you've got to start delivering uh, delivering uh, uh, the goods. I mean, the pressure is now squarely on Aaron Gordon. He's no longer young, promising Aaron Gordon. He is now still developing, but... Deliver something to me now, Aaron Gordon, even with this young team. And it might be unfair to ask him to do it all by himself. He's got some solid teammates that, that should help him. And as Jeff Fulton once said, as Jeff Waltman said in Media Day, it's not entirely Aaron's fault that the Magic have been bad. They got to surround him with the right people. The question is whether Aaron Gordon is going to take those reins. And I think that's really going to be the most important question for the Magic, uh, really, in the early part of the season is who's going to take the reins of leadership for this team? Who's going to take the reins uh, when things get tough and deliver the team a win or de- or keep the team in the game until everyone kind of get brings it gets themselves up? Who's going to bring the energy to lift everyone up when they're going through difficult times? I thought Josh Robinson of the Athletic really kind of brought this point out in his la- in his latest article on the Magic's relationship with Steve Clifford after Monday's game talking about how you know the team was down 18 19 points early in the third quarter clifford called the timeout and you know w- was positive with them uh and really encouraged them and, and and helped them you know get back into that game with with his coaching and, and or or who knows wh- with what but i think that of course tells only half the story because a coach can can inspire and lead and do all that and obviously it's strategic at this point it's still early in the season you don't want to be you know, berating guys at this point. You want to hold them accountable, but you don't want to be you don't want to lose them either. But the player is the other half of that equation. And like I said, in Monday's game I really thought Aaron Gordon was a big catalyst energy wise for the team. He was the first one to really try and attack the basket and change kind of the dynamics of the game. Jerry and Grant kind of picked up that slack when this when the bench players came in. Mohamed Bamba had some moments too. But really this responsibility to, to keep the team's energy up, to to lead the team, falls on Aaron Gordon. It's not because he's the highest paid player. It's, it's because he's sort of next in line for that quote unquote all-star designation. Yeah, the Magic are playing a lot more through Nikola Vucevic these days and and, and, and trying to run kind of sets through him in the high post. And Aaron still has to avoid falling for that penchant for over-dribbling and, and and kind of searching for his own shot. The passing that he's shown this preseason is a really positive sign. But at the same time, Gordon has to find a way to get himself going and get his teammates going too. And that's what I really thought was special about Monday's game or what was, was really interesting about Monday's game. Yeah, Gordon didn't shoot the ball particularly well. I think it was 5 for 12. He didn't score a lot of points. But you could see his impact on the floor with, with the blocks that he had. He had a block on the first possession of the game. Um, the defense that he was playing. Uh, the, the way that he was moving out on the court, you could tell there was, there was an aggression behind it. It's like Friday's game. Friday's game, Gordon scored 29 points, but it all felt very smooth and natural. He was getting out in transition, which helps with the easy points. But he wasn't taking copious amounts of dribbles or forcing anything. He was just playing basketball. And, and after the game, Gordon even said Gordon was asked, did you play with any more aggression today? Did you, were you really searching for your shot? And he said, no, I was just playing basketball. It's, it's that phenomenon that Frank Vogel described last year as kind of playing within himself or playing within the offense. The offense will find Aaron Gordon. He's one of the best players on the team. He's going to find a way to make an impact. The question is, can he bring everyone else up? And and that's really, I think, the central question for Aaron Gordon. So while Gordon does have a lot to improve on with his three-point shot, with his shot selection, with his decision-making on offense, with his defense, the biggest thing he has to to show this year and improve on, and again, if he wants to be an all-star, if he wants to be the guy that leads this team, it's to find that balance of when do I attack? When do I pass? When do I get others involved? When do I play the secondary role? And I think it's going to take time, obviously. But I think Gordon is beginning to understand how all those pieces fit together. I think he's beginning to understand exactly how that role works. And as he continues to understand it, as he continues to grow with it, he's going to make for a very, very special player. And he's going to make the Magic better in the process. We'll be watching what Aaron Gordon does in these early stages of the season. We'll be watching whether he can take that next step throughout the year. It's obviously a big question. But it's a question that certainly he can answer and the Magic can answer too. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic and like us on on Facebook at Locked on Magic. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at underscore omd And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com coming up today on Orlando Magic Daily. We'll obviously have game coverage from the Magic's game against the Memphis Grizzlies, but also an argument on why the Magic need to keep Nikola Vujovic around just a little bit longer. I know that's a a bit of a thorny issue, even among the Orlando Magic Daily staff. But beyond that, be sure to check out, be sure to follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. The Orlando Magic playing the Memphis Grizzlies at 7 o'clock at the Amway Center. The game is on Fox Sports Florida, if you get it. So definitely be sure to check that out. Definitely get a chance to see the Magic play one more time, at least on TV before the regular season begins. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic. This has been Philip Rossman-Wright. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.